So hello, hello, She Leaders. This is Alex Moffitt, your identity and leadership coach, and welcome back to our podcast. Today we're talking about self-discipline. As part of our self-love series, we're camped out here right now looking at what it would be like if we had actual healthy, godly self-discipline in our lives. So I want to talk about what it actually makes me feel like. I got to be very honest here and be very vulnerable, let you know that this is like the one topic in my life that when I think about, it actually draws up a lot of negative emotions for me. I can come into anxiety over this. It can petrify me, keep me paralyzed, unproductive, and ultimately ineffective for the kingdom. Why? Well, I think it's because it spotlights for me those areas where I'm still in process. I don't get it right 100% of the time and I can't seem to go forward in some areas and I will feel like a failure. So today I want to talk to you about, first of all, what the Word of God might say about this. Very important. And I'm going to reveal to you my five-step process, five things that God has shown me that we can do right now to actually help cultivate, develop, and establish self-discipline as a lifestyle in your life. So you want to stay tuned for that. But I want to go back to the way that it makes me feel because full vulnerability, full transparency here, it sucks. I hate the way that I feel when I think about how I how undisciplined I personally am. And I and I keep wondering when am I going to be able to get this right? Now, if that's you, I want to tell you you're in great company and this is how I remind myself. I think about Paul in Romans 7:15 where he says, "I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. Oh my gosh, I think that's such a perfect summary. And it's because of that and the way that I'm feeling in the moment that if I allow this thing, it will overtake and overpower me. But again, I want to share with you five things that God has shown me that I can do. And I think the first one is absolutely going to crush that mindset dead in its tracks. Because here's the first, I call them my five D's of self-discipline. And here's the first D. Number one, detach your thoughts and feelings from your performance. It's important that you remember that you are not your actions. Discipline comes from a healthy self-acceptance, which comes from a healthy view of self. So let me explain what I mean. You've got to embrace every part of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, and understand that you are loved and you are accepted no matter what you do. That's the promise that we inherited. That's that's one of the inheritances that is part of our identity as we're grafted in and we have been with the spirit of adoption come into a family where our heavenly father is saying, I love you and it doesn't matter what you do. It's not going to stop me from loving you. It's not going to stop me from accepting you. And so this is so important when we are trying to cultivate self-discipline to really detach ourselves from our performance right? From our actions. In other words, when you detach yourself from your sin, from your moral failings, you realize and you remember, I have sinned, but I am not a sinner anymore. I'm a saint now, right? 
or you can think about it. You may have a disappointment in your life. You may have a setback in your life, but you are not a disappointment. Okay. You may have failed, but you're not a failure. You may have made a mistake, but you are not a mistake. So instead of reminding yourself of all of these negative things and allow that to identify you, find your identity again, redefine yourself by what God says about you, not by your actions or performance. Okay. Number two, determine your goals and commit them to God. Regardless of what area you're going to work on, there has to be a goal, one that you deem worthy and lofty enough to carry you through the oppositions of life and the struggles that you will inevitably face. And here's the thing. When you commit your goals to God, it's going to help you to be more focused and more motivated to continue the course. Colossians 3.23 says it this way, whatever you do, work with it with all of your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. Okay, number three, don't talk about it, be about it. Stop procrastinating and just get started. The sooner you start, the sooner you'll achieve those goals. Remember though, that this is a journey. It's a long and winding road. So you've got to determine to do the work. I want to remind you that success never comes simply by talking about something. Most people love to stay in the uh, thought process. They love to stay in the planning stages, the what if stage, what it'll look like this day and how it can look like that, but they never actually take the steps to do the work, okay? What separates us, those of us that actually succeed from those of us who just dream is our ability to take action. And action takes determination and work. Sometimes work is hard, but God didn't say that life would be easy or that our work would be easy. Instead, he said that he gives us Holy Spirit to help us do that work so that it won't have to be full of stress and full of doubt, worry, and frustration. On the contrary, your work can be empowered through Holy Spirit so that you're doing it with hope, peace, joy, and patience. Okay, here's number four, dial back distractions. In your effort to self-discipline, you might have to block a friend, delete an app, clean out the pantry, take another route to work, unplug the TV. We're responsible for the distractions that we allow to come into our lives, so we're responsible to eliminate them or keep them out. So when you choose to practice the self-discipline, you're gonna have to choose to detract some things out of your life in order to make way for your new successes. And lastly, here's number five. Delight in the progress and the growth. Remember that self-discipline is a lifelong process. So be patient and be kind with yourself Evaluate expectations, making sure they remain healthy and manageable so that you don't set up yourself for disappointment. And then continually assess your progress, making sure to readjust or reward as necessary. 
Ladies, I want you to keep in mind that this is not a one and done. You're going to have your ups and your downs and inevitably stumble and fall off course. But remember, this does not make you a failure. It makes you human. You only fail if you quit and give up entirely. I want to remind you that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God is faithfully working in your life and you are a wonderful work in progress. So lean into the process and celebrate the progress. I'm Alex Moffitt and I'm rooting for your rise. Thank you.